So I had to put myself in position to really receive what he was about to do and not give up. You know, I think when you go into this journey in this space of how do I get out of my mess? Sometimes we're looking for an overnight, you know, remedy, mm-hmm. right? We're looking for the right nail. And I just believe that sometimes a delay is not a denial, but sometimes the denial is a blessing. Hey, queens. Yeah, you. You know who you are. God, come on. Go ahead and put that crown in your head. Now tilt a little to the left. Now a little to the right. Perfect. Now let's get to work. Because we know you got big goals. You got big dreams and not afraid to let them know. Why? Because you step into your purpose. You speak out on your faith. And you shift up in your journey. Because you a boss. Welcome to the podcast, Drop the Expiring Act with your host, Veli of QueenBayGoals.com. Reminding you that you are a queen before anything else. It's your life and your goals. Make it royal. All right, y'all. Go ahead and work that crown. Hey, Queen Bays, Welcome to another episode of the Drop This Fire Night Podcast. Today we have with us some special guests, one in my lap and the other one that's on the screen with me, <laughs> educator and author, Carla Chris Wells. Carla, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yes. Uh, Again, my name is Carla E. Criswell. I'm from Hopkinsville, Kentucky. I am a middle grades educator, a mother of two. Um, I teach um, at the Bluegrass Learning Academy, which is an alternative school setting. I'm also a author, a mentor, and a empowerment speaker. I love it. I love it. Um, let's jump into you. I want to jump into your Aspiring Act story first before we jump into the theme of the podcast. In your Aspiring Act, you said you were aspiring for five years before you just took the plunge and became an author. So tell us what was happening in that five years before you said, I'm, you know what, I'm just going to put my book out there. So I was going through a process where I was trying to understand who I was. Um, I got to a point in my life where I was overworked, overwhelmed, and just over everything, professionally, in my relationship. And I was like, you know, it's time for me to move and do something different. What I've been doing in the past was not working. I was not happy. I was more in a place of contentment. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get to that space where I was genuinely happy with who I was and where I was going in my life. And so I sat down from my Chromebook and I just started typing about you know, everything that I thought got me to that place where I was just broken and broken down and trying to figure out how I was going to get out of that mess that I was in. And so for like two weeks, I just sat down and just wrote for, you know, two or three hours at night. And after two weeks, I went back and read and I was like, wow, I've been (laughs) through so much. I have so much to share. Um, But also I learned that I've overcome a lot you know I that was at that point in my life where I felt like I didn't I wasn't happy but I should have been celebrating the progress that I had made in my life at that point and so after I you know did the book and I reflected on it and I let some my friends read it it was like Carla you have to share this with the world there's other people who are probably just like you feeling the same way and they just don't have the words for it right. and giving them a voice. So please use it and share it. And so last year of August of 2020, I was able to put out my book. I'm not leaving you. I'm loving me. 
Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. So you just jump into a little bit of what we're getting into today, which is our theme for this season, which is from royally F to royally fears. And as I was looking at your intake, I'm like, she is royally faithful. <laughs> That's what I said her F is. I said her F is faithful. And sometimes we're faithful to a fault. So can you give us a little bit about your royally F moment when you were just like, this is not it for me. <laughs> Take us back to there. Right. So back in 2009, I was involved in a um, conspiracy case with the father of my children. It was a federal drug conspiracy case. Um, and it was just a time where I lost everything. You know, I lost my job. I lost, you know, my car, you know, my home that I had. And just I had to start all over again. And at that point, I was like asking God, like, how did I get here? Like, how did I get in this mess? Like, what was going on that led me here? And I was like, you know, God is telling me something. He's telling me that it's time to move and it's time to do something different, but it's also time to do the work on me. For a long time, my focus was on relationships, you know, giving love, you know, giving everything I had into my relationships and pouring nothing into me. And I had to make a decision and be intentional about the work on Carla and doing things that was going to uplift me, doing things that are going to inspire me, um, that's going to make me, you know, feel whole again. And that was my really F moment was, you know, the fact that I had to go into a dark space and practically lose everything and rebuild. So tell us about the process. How did you go about that process of rebuilding? Because sometimes, and that's why we're, that's why this is a theme for this season. Sometimes people get into that royally F moment and like, they're just like, they stay stuck there. Like they don't know how to move out of it. So tell us how you moved through that process and started rebuilding. My first step was therapy. You know, I know for a lot of people, they feel like that therapy is a death sentence and, you know, you have to be like crazy or have some type of mental disorder to go see a therapist. The therapy session was really about me talking to someone who was non-judgmental, who could help me give, who could help give me some tools that I can put in my own toolkit that I could use to better myself. So that was step one. Also, it was about letting go. You know, I had to learn to have a different relationship with God. Mm -hmm. I went to church, you know, I did that whole, the church thing, I prayed, but I had to learn how to do it differently though. Like I had to be intentional about my prayers. I had to make sure that I was praying in complete sentences but also prepare myself to receive what God was about to give me, right? So it's kind of like, you know, the old saying, he doesn't bless no mess. <laughs> and so I had to put myself in position to really receive what he was about to do and not give up. You know, I think when you go into this journey in this space of how do I get out of my mess, sometimes we're looking for an overnight, you know, remedy, mm -hmm. right? We're looking for the right nail. And I just believe that sometimes a delay is not denial, but sometimes the denial is a blessing. And so I had to really understand that and take heed to that in my process that, you know, I'm going through a lot. I'm going to make some changes. A lot of things are not going to happen overnight. But from the fact that not, I have acknowledged that I need to do the work on myself and understand the fact that anything that I do differently that feels good, I need to celebrate that. I love that. So tell us about where you are today, because right now you're no longer in that space of the world is effed. <laughs> right now you are so much in your fierce moment. So tell us where you are right now. 
You know, I'm right now in the season of being intentional. I'm in a season of understanding who Carla is, right? So like I'm pouring things into me so I can build this overflow. I'm replenishing myself. So that way, when I do get into a season where I want to start another relationship, I can pour in from that overflow and I'm not just running on empty. I'm in a season where I'm genuinely happy where I'm at, you know, I'm thriving in my career. I was able to get back into education. I'm starting year number 14 in education this year. So (laughs) super excited about that. You know, I have my book is out. I'm working on another project as well. That's coming out later this year. So, you know, I'm just enjoying being me, you know, I'm enjoying just being able to walk in my truth, walk in my, my purpose and being able to share that with others. I love that. And I love that you're sharing it. So right now, what would you say to that woman who is still back in her royally F moment and she just doesn't know how to get out of it? What would you say to that woman? I would tell that woman to believe in yourself. You know, don't let fear and anxiety keep you from doing what you need to do to get out of the mess. You know, the journey is not easy. No one said it's going to be easy, but it's worth it because you know on the other side is what you're after. It's your goals, right? It's your happiness. It's that feeling of success. But you're not going to get there if you're going to allow fear and anxiety to keep you down. You're going to have to just put on your big girl panties and do the work. I love that. I love that. So you have some things that can help them put their big girl panties on. Tell us about the book that you've written and the one that you have coming out soon. So the book I have now is called I'm Not Leaving You, I'm Loving Me. It's a personal memoir on my journey of self-love and self-discovery. Um, I take you through everything that I learned along the way um, from childhood. You know, I started with um, unloading my baggage. I learned that a lot of things I've done in my adulthood came from not addressing things that happened in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And so I talk about the importance of, you know, going through and really deep digging deep into your past, but not overwhelming yourself. You know, you don't have to unload all your luggage at once. Take one bag at a time and deal with it. And so with this book, I moved into my next book that's coming out. It's called Girl, Wipe Your Tears. We're doing now. Thank you. (laughs) It is a affirmation journal uh, quotes and lessons that I share. Basically, I'm giving the audience, the reader, my personal journal that I've actually used through the process. And they get to take a look at that journal and get to read about my lessons and my daily affirmations that I've used that has really propelled me into the season of happiness that I'm in now. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. So tell me, how, how do you feel about other people now looking into your life and reading your journal. How do you feel about that? Because some people won't be that vulnerable. So tell me, how do you feel about it? Well, you know, when I first wrote the first book, I had to understand and know that if I want to share my story, I had to be vulnerable. I had to be very transparent if I wanted my readers to believe what I was saying. So that way they can take that and do their own blueprint for their own journal. You know, I want them to relate to me. I want them to feel like they were sitting down having a conversation with me. So at first I was scared because I was like, I was thinking, you know, people are going to read some things that they didn't know about me and they might side eye me. But then I thought about, you know, if one person takes my book and makes a difference in their life, then it's well worth it. Then that's my purpose has been served. So I'm not scared about it. I'm really excited about share my journal with other people and seeing the feedback from them. 
I love it. I know your book, um, I looked at the one that's already out there. You have like 50 plus, like five-star reviews. So let me tell you, you're touching many people. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I've been blessed. I've been blessed with the feedback, you know, women telling me that it was something that they needed in their own season and that they could relate to me and they understood what I was going through and they felt like that I was giving them the push they needed Mm -hmm. to do their work. So like I said, it's been well worth it. Yeah, I love that. I think that you were meant to put that out there. I definitely do. Because I was reading the reviews. I'm like, oh, this stuff is amazing. I need to get my hands on these books. <laughs> so it is. It's very amazing. So tell us, how can the audience connect with you? Like, where can we find you on social media? Well, I'm on Facebook at, at uh, I'm on Facebook as Carla Eileen, E-I-L-E-E-N. And then I'm on Instagram as my author's page. It's at the professor. That's T-H-A-P-R-O-F-E-S-S-O-R-82. Okay. And you guys, I'll put all the links so you don't have to remember. I'm going to put the links below so you guys can check out her social media and follow her and connect with her and tell her how her story has helped you. Because I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people out there who are waiting for that story and it can help them get through the same F situation that they're in now. Yes, absolutely. So when we close out the podcast, we always close with the guest giving a quote. And I, I loved yours that you wrote, which was trust the process and applaud the progress. So tell me why that's a quote that you live by. Because I think that for a lot of people, when you think about self-journey, self-love, they only focus on the, the process, right? Making the steps to get into where they want to go. But we never stop and celebrate the small accomplishments that we make, you know? And those are so important. Those are the things that keep us from going backwards. And so I always tell people to trust the process, absolutely. But also applaud your progress because that is what it's all about. It's about making those small steps, you know, getting over those small hurdles so you can get to the other side and achieve your goal. I love it. I love it. So there you have it, guys. So Carla went from royally faithful (laughs) and you can hear why to royally fears. And I believe that you can do the same thing too. And you can check out our book. I'm going to put the link for her books as well in the show notes below. So you guys can check those out on Amazon and make sure you check out her new book that's coming out that has her affirmations and her journals that she shares with you guys, because she is putting it out there for the world. And I'm pretty sure that there are some people out there that are going to need it and it's going to help them. So I'm glad that you came to the podcast today and shared your story with us. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. And yes, audience, please go out there and get that book. I'm not leaving you. I'm loving me. And the second book, Girl, Wipe Your Tears, We're Here, We're Healing Now, will be out by the end of the year. Thank you. <laughs> All right, you guys, you heard it here. So I'm going to put the links to Amazon below. Just go and click on those links and you're going to find the, both of those books. All right. So I'll talk to you guys in the next podcast. You have been listening to another episode of Drop the Aspiring Act. If you're looking for more information on this podcast and other episodes, please visit QueenBayGoals.com. That's Q-U-E-E-N-B-A-E-G-O-A-L-S.com. All right, y'all. I'll see you in the next podcast.